Yo, what's up? Dr. Swole here, MD, bodybuilder, back with another episode on my Ask the Expert series. Today, I'm joined by Tobias Schuler. He is a WNBF pro men's physique athlete and science-based bodybuilding coach. He coaches out of Calgary. He is a certified personal trainer. Uh, in terms of his bodybuilding accomplishments, he won his pro card in the WNBF in men's physique in 2018 and recently placed second in his uh, pro men's physique show in Edmonton. Today we're going to talk about Toby's prep from 2018. I met Toby at our WNBF Vancouver show where he won his pro card and I thought he was a really cool guy and just followed him on Instagram and really liked sort of his coaching style and his uh the way he thinks through things so wanted to bring you on for the interview good to see you thanks for having me yeah so just bring things back to your prep we'll uh see how much you can remember but uh yeah so this was back in may of 2018 and i guess just starting off uh how long was your prep um i was uh so i, I was working with uh, leo king from king's fitness uh, as my coach um so i think I don't know, we kind of talked about it prior, I think, in, like, December, uh, and just to give ourselves enough time um, so that you're not, like, rushing to the finish line. I think we started basically at the beginning of January, so roughly five, uh, yeah, five months. And I was going to say, I did have a second show uh, in Calgary at the end of uh, May, so I guess I kind of had a little bit of extra time for that one. Mm-hmm. And then um, how much weight did you lose? Like, what was your starting and ending weight? Um, actually, so I actually checked some notes because uh, you gave me a heads up that you might ask me about this. So I was looking at some numbers. Um, weight, uh, I started at, I think, 170, 175. Um, and then we ended up around 160 or a little bit below, I think, even by, by like, the end um, uh, the, of the second show, uh, mm. cause I actually whittled down a little bit further in the three weeks between the two shows. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I ended up a little bit below like 158 or something like that. 15 so ish pounds. So you actually started off very lean. Um, like did you yeah. do any maneuvering sort of in the pre pre prep period, like a mini cut or something to get into, into the zone? Funny enough, <laughs> I was, uh, I was bulking prior because I actually so I like I'm kind of naturally sit a bit leaner anyways like uh, my body composition is relatively good most of the time even when I'm kind of eating like an asshole so <laughs> um yeah so I was actually like the the pre-prep prep was kind of just eat as much as possible to bring your metabolism up so that you actually have a place to to cut from um so yeah not much not much there other than just you know trying to you know put a lot of uh calories in the body and and uh work out heavy so you started with as much mass as possible yeah. yeah um so yeah starting off what were your macros and calories starting prep uh and actually i checked these as well so yeah. uh it was 250 protein it was roughly 4,000 calories that i was eating right at the beginning wow. it was a lot <laughs> so I was, it was hard it was a chore uh, <laughs> like 250 protein, uh, 450 carbs, 
and roughly 130 for fat. So kind of rounded out to like, yeah, 39.95 or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those were starting macros. Pretty, quite a bit of food. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. The, yeah. And then where did you land at the end? Um, that actually, I, I forgot to memorize those numbers. Um, I think it was, it was around like 25, 2600 calories. I think protein stayed relatively high at around 200 and then carbs, um, carbs were around 200 as well. And then we just, we brought the fats like pretty low down to about 50 or 40, uh, towards the end. So, uh, yeah, most of the calories came out of the, out of the fat, right? Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't really need as much of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That sounds, that's still pretty generous though. Yeah, I mean, the the funny thing is, is like I finished my prep at like 25, never going below 2,500, which is actually pretty high. Yeah. But starting at 4,000, like it was a 1,500 calorie cut over the course of the, you know, uh, four or five months. So um, still a, a big chunk, like, you know, technically like a 60% or so drop calories. Mm-hmm. And then do you remember around when you were making those macro drops? Did it sort of happen evenly throughout? Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was slightly based on weight. Uh, we, we used weight um, as kind of a general um, tool to measure, you know, dropping, um, looking at roughly like, I think a, a pound or two a week, never, never more than two. Um, yeah. It was like, like roughly like a percent of body weight per mm-hmm. week. Uh, max. So um, I think the calories dropped every week or two, um, just a little bit. Like it might be, you know, 10 grams of fat there or, um, you know, 10, 20 grams of carbs here and there. So it was never, never like huge drops. It was always like just a couple, uh, like 100 or 200 calories. Oh, that's yeah. really interesting. So that's, uh, you, you, you had very frequent drops with more, with, with more moderate, like yeah. increments. Yeah, you bet. It was never like a severe, like three, four, or five hundred calorie drop. Um, I think just in the in the pursuit of retaining as much muscle as possible, it was uh, you know trying not to do anything drastic, no, nothing too too crazy drops. Um, yeah, and that way that way you're not getting slammed like with a, a drop of energy or anything like that. So you're not like feeling the cut each time you get one because it's just mm-hmm. so gradual and, and small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something I applied with, with my clients as well. I kind of do it the same way. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, I've had people be like, yeah, I don't really even notice much of a difference, but you know, like there's obviously something happening and my body composition's changing. It was just so small and gradual. And then speaking of metabolism, did you do anything like refeeds? A um, little bit. Yeah. Uh, at the, I mean, at the beginning it wasn't super necessary. So I was yeah. <laughs> eating so much. Um, so it was more towards that last month or two where calories did start to get a bit lower and you could feel it. So, uh, a lot of it was like, my coach would ask like, you know, how's your energy, that kind of stuff. And if, you know, the energy was affected or, or the workouts were starting to dwindle a little bit, he could tell that, you know, maybe my glycogen was a bit low or just in general, my body needed a break. Um, Mm -hmm. or obviously if the progress starts to slow and stuff, um, we didn't know 
notice as big of a change from, you know, I don't know, week 10 to week 11 or something, um, then yeah, he, he would do a refeed and it would be pretty moderate. Like he, he was mainly carbs. Like, so it would just be like, let's say I was eating 200 grams of carbs a day. It would just be double that. So it'd be 400 grams of carbs mm-hmm. on one evening, uh, or one day, so to speak. Um, but fats and protein wouldn't change. It would mm-hmm. just be a, a big carb influx. Yeah. And it would just be sort of one day and then you would feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, once again, like it wasn't super drastic, so I didn't like notice a huge, huge difference, but definitely in the workouts, more energy, a bit more strength. Um, and that would kind of last the whole next week or, or even two, Mm -hmm. uh, or you kind of get into that like kind of fatigued state again, where you're basically just running low on fuel. Yeah. Interesting. That's, uh, I actually like that method. It's a, it sounds very auto-regulated. Hey, like it was based sort of on your training performance, your, how you were looking. Things yeah. Like that. Just on a, on an individual level in a way, right. Cause everyone will respond differently to a cut. So some people might need it two times a week, whereas some people need it two times a month. So mm-hmm. all kind of depends on how your body is cycling through that energy and, and the, the stored glycogen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever take a diet break? Uh, no, no, no breaks. <laughs> I mean, no. you, you didn't I, have that much weight to lose. No, either. exactly. Like once, yeah, I was sitting pretty lean at the beginning. Um, but I do know of people that had those, uh, especially like some of my, um, some of the like female competitors I know, uh, you know, they're dropping like 30 pounds or, or sometimes more. Uh, in a five or six month prep and so um i mean or or some of them prep for like an entire year right and they're losing like more than more than 40 or 50 pounds even so at that point when you're when your head has to be in it for that long or for mm-hmm. that big of a change i definitely see a, a benefit to like a full you know week off uh, of the diet obviously you're not gonna go crazy but um mm-hmm. just to you know eat maybe intuitively or, or just don't track everything, uh, just kind of relax for a bit. Cause it can definitely get rough on the brain, uh, yeah. on the mentality, right. To, to be on it for that long. Yeah. Yeah. And then were you doing cardio at all? No cardio. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it was nice. I have to say, I mean, uh, I think he threw in like for the last like two or three weeks, I had a couple half hour sessions or something just to kind of add a little bit of a extra expenditure. Um, Cause obviously your body starts to really get adapted to the caloric deficit by the end, right? Like yeah. by month four, month five. Um, yeah. It's not as effective. So whatever you can do to get that little extra caloric expenditure um, or caloric deficit, sorry, uh, is, is really good. But um, yeah, not, not much cardio at all. We, we did, we, we tend to just rather take it from the calories because that's something that's measurable versus mm. like, you know, to say, oh, I burned 400 calories doing cardio, you know, is how accurate is that really? Um, tough to say, right? Because, you know, an hour of cardio one day might burn X amount of calories and it might burn half the amount of calories the next day, just based on like, effort level or something um mm-hmm. yeah the body's the body's weird right so yeah really rely on cardio as well as you could like the numbers from calories and stuff yeah, yeah. no i totally agree yeah i've never really liked bringing cardio at least 
say I, I like the idea of saving it sort of as an ace card till the end yeah. when when you yeah. really need it because I feel that humans are such good endurance athletes and once yeah. you if you get someone say like walking on the treadmill for an hour they're going to get used to that real quick yeah and yeah, you, you can just get efficient at it absolutely couldn't agree more at a certain point you're yeah you're not doing much anymore your body's just used to it so yeah yeah, yeah it's good to keep it for the end like if you as you said like an ace card if you need to kind of squeeze out that last little bit of body fat or something and you haven't done cardio your entire prep and then you bring it in in the last you know three four weeks it can actually make a pretty big impact so yeah yeah mm-hmm. good, to, good to have it on hand did you have any plateaus at all in prep it sounds like it, it went um, pretty yeah no weirdly enough not really um I yeah neither not funny enough like not even my my strength or my like workouts really plateaued much um yeah and yeah, the progress was actually pretty linear. Obviously, like day to day, my weight would kind of be like up, down, up, down, up, down. But mm-hmm. weekly, weekly trends were pretty consistently down. So we, we didn't really have too much. I think towards the end, like I may have roughly plateaued for like the last couple weeks or something where you're just kind of at that. You're at the, the rope's end, so to speak. And yeah. <laughs> nothing's, nothing's moving at that point. So you're just like, okay guess we're there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but obviously that that only applies if you've like hit your target of you know whether it's body body composition or or goal weight or whatever it is so um yeah, yeah. i feel like refeeds are one of those things that can kind of help those plateaus as well or or diet breaks um yeah. if if that is a an issue like you hit a, a zone where you're, you're just not budging um those can definitely be be something to to utilize for that Mm-hmm. Um, how did this prep compare to your previous preps? Like, did you change anything for this one? Um, so yeah, it was actually a huge change. Our, so my girlfriend and I have competed together, uh, the first two years and then she, she did uh, a solo prep this past year. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, for, yeah, for our very first year, we actually signed up with, uh, a coach. Um, it was a lady that I knew, uh, that I'd worked with at a gym. Um, she was, uh, she's an IFBB pro, so she coached a lot differently. Um, she's used to uh, non-natural athletes, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was it was different. It was very old school. Like we had um, like a pretty restrictive diet. It wasn't like flexible dieting or anything. It was uh, an actual meal plan. Like eat this, eat this, eat this, eat this specifically, mm-hmm. kind of routine day in day out, same foods, um, and. Uh, the workouts were also a lot different just because they're, yeah, they were uh, not necessarily um, personalized for us specifically. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was it was different. Like, we still ended up looking pretty good. And I think I think I got third um, in the Calgary show that year. So it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, not bad first show uh, and all. Like, I was pretty happy, but it was it was pretty intense and, like, not super fun i would say being on a restricted plan versus yeah like going going uh we we started uh working with leo for 2017 and it was so much better like flexible dieting is was a godsend we're like what (laughs) we get to eat everything uh yeah it was it was pretty 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 sweet so um yeah we noticed like we felt better um on that type of a diet like both mentally and physically 
Uh, and I think personally, uh, we maintained more, more muscle mass, not being on a restricted diet versus, um, like flexible ones. So we ended up looking better on stage and like bigger, leaner, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think it was similar for me. I mean, my last prep, I was, I had, I was coached by an IPV pro and, uh, the full meal plan thing. And yeah, I, I felt it was, I was still like a really useful experience sort of yeah. being put on a meal plan for the first time, I guess, and just sort of understanding sort of how to set up regular meals, you know, looking yeah. at what you're eating, that kind of thing. And then sort of, I've just been moving away, away from it and starting to make substitutions and learning how to swap things in and out more intuitively. Um, yeah. But there's definitely merits to both approaches, I guess. And totally, absolutely, they're, they're absolutely. Like, and it it does work for, uh, like it works. Uh, like you know, it'll still get you from point A to point B. It's more a matter of uh, some people mentally uh, would respond better to like a strict meal plan because it's like yeah. if, if you leave it up to me, like I'm gonna fuck it up basically. Yeah. <laughs> versus, exactly. Right. Uh, versus some people like they'll they'll go bananas eating the same stuff every day. Like they need the variations. Mm-hmm. So once again, I think that's one of those like um, individual things. If if yeah, the client or or obviously yourself, if you're uh, jiving with with one way or the other and it works for you, then there's no right or wrong way. It's just different different strokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what did your training look like? What sort of um, so yeah, that that actually changed. I was gonna mention that uh, with your last question, the training changed quite a bit as well. Like mm-hmm. uh, we did uh, a lot more strength-based movements uh, in our most recent prep with with uh, Leo. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. It was more of like an integrative like powerlifting and bodybuilding. So kind of one of those like power building programs where you kind of you lift heavy, but you also do some higher rep stuff as well. Um, which is kind of like a strict bodybuilding program where you're not doing too, too much heavy stuff. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, program was, uh, mine was a five day split. Um, and I think it went kind of like upper body push pull strength. So kind of a bit more heavier stuff, push pull. So your whole upper body, um, and then a lower body push pull strength. And then it was a push upper body volume, pull upper body volume, and then another lower body day, but also volume. So it was kind of like two strength days covering the whole body, upper yeah. and lower, and then three volume days, uh, one one push, one pull, and then a lower body. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's, I remember, and I remember talking to you in prep and, hearing that like you had your strength had been continuing to like improve throughout prep yeah yeah i think i i managed to somehow ride that all the way through to the end um my i guess i did notice some some influence uh of just the lower calories towards like i think the last three four weeks like right leading up to and that's that was a point where uh i think that my coach had mentioned anyways that uh, I should be lowering lowering my volume, lowering my weights a little bit just to reduce the risk of injury just because the recovery won't be as good uh, with the lower calories, right? Like you sometimes you even notice like a cut on your hand won't heal 
as well as it did like you know three four months ago kind of thing so um you but yeah no your hands the time, man. well no, <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> just you know <laughs> you know it's been two months just run with scissors a lot okay no <laughs> yeah but yeah no so there was quite a quite a few movements that were like pretty heavy like four to six reps or or so um and then still a a good handful of like eight to 12s, 12, 15, even up to like 20 reps, um, just to utilize all the rep ranges and all the different muscle fibers and stuff. So if you remember, how much did your strength and your volume go down like in those last two weeks? Uh, let me think. I think just by like maybe, maybe a set or two on the big compound lifts. So it was mainly on like squats, deadlifts, uh, bench press, overhead press, you might, yeah, it, it, it probably only went down like a set or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I wasn't even doing that crazy of volume. So I think I was doing max like five or six sets on some of those exercises. So it might have went down to like three or four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. Not, a, not compared to like my off season where I'm doing like 10 sets of squats or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's all different different yeah, yeah. pretty intense program uh yeah sometimes a little too intense <laughs> <laughs> yeah seem to be seem to be in and out of injuries on occasion <laughs> oh yeah that happens <laughs> um and was there anything you'd wish you'd done differently I think you know what if if anything maybe a slightly longer prep because okay. i mean like rather than just five months, give yourself six months kind of thing, or, you know, instead of four, give, give myself five. I, I can't remember the exact days. So yeah, I mean, the, the longer, the better is the way I kind of see it. Cause it's, it's not a matter of like how fast you should cut. It's more about the length. Cause at the end of the day, like, you know, from all the research I've read, the optimal rate of loss is like one per, max, max 1% of your total body weight a week. Mm-hmm. ideally ideally 0.5%. So like if you're looking at uh, half a percent of your body weight and you weigh let's say 175 pounds um right like you're what is that like point uh point uh seven yeah, uh, like or like 0.8 pounds or something like it's not a, it's not a lot of weight. So um you know as much time as you can give yourself to actually lose lose enough weight to to be super shredded uh the more time you give yourself the better you're gonna look so yeah i think that was it i mean other than that uh i felt pretty pretty happy with with uh how we did it so props mm-hmm. props to leo king yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's he me through a really good prep so yeah mm-hmm. it's good and then uh in terms of your diet what were your favorite low calorie meals or snacks Oh yeah, my girlfriend's like a wizard at uh, creating low yeah, cal snacks. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's got like all sorts of cakes and pancakes and yeah, donuts. Um, but personally, I would say my favorite. Um, there's these little coconut ice cream sandwiches. Um, I think the brand's like so delicious or mm. something like that. I, I wasn't having any dairy at the time because dairy was messing up my guts. Okay. So I was eating like uh, the coconut ice cream sandwiches. 
So they, they came in kind of these like little minis. So that was, that was super nice. I could fit like one or two of them in like every day. <laughs> so like I'm eating ice cream sandwiches during prep. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, I don't know. I'm a big PB and J guy as well. So uh, I could usually fit in a, a PB and J, but um, sometimes, sometimes the fats are a little too high on that. So yeah, not, not a daily, but I don't know. I don't have, I don't actually have too crazy of a sweet tooth. So it was more the stuff that I was really craving was like the potato chips or like the salty okay. stuff. And you definitely can't afford to eat too many potato chips in prep. Yeah. <laughs> Little did, you too have, did you have any sort of like calorie free hacks, like using, I don't know, drinking a lot of diet pop or like Walden farms? Oh, you know I, what we did? couple couple things we did uh we we got into the diet root beer for a little while oh yeah the a and w root beer yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah we were like okay maybe it's not like a good habit to start because we were just like buying two liters uh, and just crushing them just <laughs> 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 probably not the best habit so we started drinking the bubbly which is just okay. like totally calorie-free. it's just sparkling water with like a hint of flavors mm. um so that was really good, and it's yeah, it's definitely you know not bad for you by any means. Um, we we definitely there was Walden Farms, and there's this other brand I can't remember the brand now, but yeah, there's a couple uh, calorie free uh, companies that like supplement stores carry. You can get like maple syrup. You can get uh, we got like we get like a chocolate sauce type thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, but mainly maybe uh, maple syrup, so we could eat like protein pancakes or something on on Saturdays or on Sundays, and yeah, that's what's up. Some egg whites, some uh, pancake mix. Yeah. Some syrup. What, what was your go-to when you were really hungry and didn't have many macros left? Um, you know what? Sometimes it was just uh, it was just a straight chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. If that's if that's yeah. all I had left, yeah. um, you know, some some volume foods because like volume foods are really important during prep, right? Exactly. Like uh, strawberries are a huge one because you could okay. eat like gigantic bowl of strawberries, and it's because they're so voluminous, like there's yeah. not actually that much there. Oh, no. um, same thing with like potatoes; they're actually pretty pretty low calorie for how much actual like food you get. So. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard of a thing called an Actifry? No. It's it's like an air fr- an okay. air fryer. Yeah, it's like a, okay, air fryer, yeah. Yeah, so you can make like uh, you know, fries. You can make uh, technically you can make like thick cut chips or something, um, or hash browns or something like that, um, with just like a tablespoon of oil. So you got like max fifteen grams of fat in yeah. like whole thing of fries. Nice. Um, yeah, those were those were pretty crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, thinking of getting an air fryer myself actually. Like we were making potato wedges uh, with my friends, and it's amazing. Tastes it's great. Pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah, I was. We were we were pretty stoked on it. We we've been using it like almost every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because you you you'd always think that potatoes are like a weight gainer type of food, but when you actually look at it, they're actually very high volume, like they're, compared they're to something pretty... like rice. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, like compared to bread or rice or something, like they're actually pretty, pretty like low density uh, in terms of calories for sure. Yeah, something people don't think about. <laughs> yeah, think. 
Yeah, so those probably make you fat. <laughs> Less than yeah. potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I think it was I, w- I was bulking once and I was trying to follow this meal plan that had like a bunch of potatoes and I like couldn't do it because I was just trying to stuff in too much. Just eat way too many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you'll get full way too quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you have any crazy prep stories? I mean, yeah, I would say that I mean, it's kind of crazy, but it's it's more uh, like scary than anything. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, when I know uh, throughout my prep, there was quite a few moments where I would kind of leave the stove on because <laughs> because of diet brain. So like there was probably at least like like probably more than I even know of, but like at least like four or five times that I remember where my girlfriend's like, dude, you left the stove on again. Like, you're going to burn the fucking house down. <laughs> and it's just like, when you're on locale, sometimes you forget about little things like, you know, flipping that switch. And so <laughs> yeah. those little things, uh, you, you know, nothing crazy, but just, uh, you know, something that could have turned into something crazy pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. How's your prep on fire? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fire emoji. Fire emoji. Yeah. <laughs> wow, crazy. The the one exciting thing is getting uh getting some like protein donut treats. From oh, this yeah. guy that uh, he makes like macro friendly protein donuts. Nice. You can pimp them out and make them fit your prep. So, mm. that's always a nice treat if you're if you're able to make it fit. Just to wrap up, uh, where can people find you? Um, so mainly just social media. So Facebook or, uh, Instagram, uh, Tobiz fit on, uh, Instagram and just my full name, uh, Tobias Schuler. Uh, I did just, um, I kind of went, uh, independent here recently with, uh, my company strive athletics. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, if you search that, you can find me as well. I'm, slowly uh kind of building up the brand so i'll I'll hopefully get uh a bit more of a presence with that with that brand with that name online and uh i uh i'll probably start um putting out a bit of a bit of swag as well get some t-shirts uh mainly for like myself and my clients or or my my athletes and stuff just to kind of give them something to to represent but um yeah that's the that's the brand I'm slowly building up. So, yeah, Sweet. yeah, and yes, yeah, sir. Toby. I think Toby's a great science-based coach. So if anyone needs online coaching, hit him up, and I will put those links in the show notes below. That's all for now, guys. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, give me a five-star rating, and leave me a review. My primary platform is YouTube, so if you'd like to see video content by me. You can find my YouTube channel if you search Ask Dr. Swole. See you next time.